Well, after a weekend like that, tapping into the footy mind of Dennis Pagan is a very appealing proposition for us here on Sports Breakfast. A dual premiership coach at North Melbourne, he went on to coach the Blues. I wonder if his heart broke, like so many others uh, who supported the team in navy blue yesterday. Pleasure to welcome Dennis Pagan to Sport FM Wave. So, Dennis, good morning. Good morning, Jacob. How are you going, all right? Good, good. So how do we find you this morning? Uh, how are the track conditions over there in the east? Um, geez, bitterly cold this morning. Uh, uh, really piercing wind. I'm glad to get home. I've just walked in the back door now. Um, early start, but we're finished, and uh, we can have a quieter morning. Excellent. Well, Carlton probably having a quiet morning, Dennis. Before we talk about the great news with North Melbourne and Alistair Clarkson from last week, the Blues uh, had that game sewn up, you would have thought, at three-quarter time, and slipped through their fingers to miss the finals. As a former Kelton coach, how did yesterday's results sit with you? Look, I, I followed North Melbourne, but it really wanted Carlton to win yesterday. Um, to think that they were at the start of the year, I think the first 10 games are 8-2, staying the, four, the, whole, the, the, eight, uh, the whole year and get kicked out in the last game by a point. I suppose with the way they played in the third quarter with bold uh, uh, attacking football, it seemed to, seemed to play a lot slower in the last quarter. And perhaps uh, maybe froze a little bit uh, late in the late in the game, but gee, you'd be disappointed if you're a Carlton supporter. Uh, Dennis, with your coaching hat on, how does Michael Voss cope with it now? With you know, what is he? How did he react last night? I suppose, and then today. I mean, what what does the coach do in that sort of situation? Well, you can't do much for probably six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, he's just got to look. All all I, I don't know what happened. They had a similar defeat when the uh, um, uh, game before against yep, Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, and, you know, and he got beaten in the dying moments there. I don't know if he's, if, if Michael Voss is coaching uh, uh, game situation uh, scenarios or what to do if the opposition do this or what to do if we're five points down or five points in front. But there just didn't just seem to be uh, nothing cohesive about what was happening. You could see it unfolding. I, you know, even when even even when they were probably two and a half goals up, I thought Collingwood were going to win. And it just seemed there was only five, five or so minutes to go. It's amazing how it happened. And uh, they kicked a couple of uh, freaky goals. McQuarrie's goal from the boundary line from like 45, 50 metres out. And once, once Jamie Elliott got it, you knew he wasn't going to uh, miss. And uh, it must be terribly uh, disappointing for the Blues this morning to think being in the eight the whole year and just go out in the last game beat by a point. Um, there's not much he can do. Uh, just pick up the pieces next year. And uh, start all over again. I think they've got a very talented listener, Carlton. I think they'll grow from it and learn from it. But, gee, it was uh, heartbreaking yesterday. Dennis, uh, with your North Melbourne teams of the 1990s, you would have had this unbelievable belief that even when you were behind in games, you could win. And it seems like Collingwood have a very similar group. And they're a young group. And a first-year coach in Craig McRae, I'm sure even you from afar would have looked at this Collingwood team and thought, how do they keep doing it? They've been a remarkable story this year. Geez, it's been amazing. You know, I, I look at the coach. He's so uh, so reserved, so laid back. Um, I love his style. Um, players seem to respond to it. And once you do that once, twice, three times, you reckon you, the players' belief and confidence is they can do it any time. And that's exactly what's happening now. Um, they're in unwinnable situations, but they still uh, uh, still get up, get off the canvas, and uh, and win. And it's it's been proven, you know, on numerous occasions this year. All right, let's focus on North Melbourne. I suppose it's been pretty sad over the last few years, but uh, Clarkson coming to the club, um, how do you feel about it and, how, and the process that it's gone through? Well, I reckon it's been uh, 
Um, the best thing that's happened to the Kangaroos in the last 25 years, something Sonia Hood, the chairman of the club, or chairperson of the club, um, has done a wonderful job and she should be congratulated. To get Alistair Clarkson there brings some uh, relevancy back to the club. Um, I reckon there's probably every chance of making it a destination club with Alistair as, as coach because I'm, I'm sure he's going to draw some players and draw some uh, assistant coaches. And OK, it may not change in terms of wins and losses quickly, but the, the credibility of the place is going to really uh, uh, be so much stronger now and it's, uh, um, give everybody, a lot of old North Melbourne and Chimbona supporters, um, an opportunity to, to sit back and think this could be the start of something pretty special. You know Alistair pretty well. You would have coached him in his uh, his formative years there at the Roos and it was great to hear him at his press conference on Friday, Dennis, talk about the the North Melbourne Football Club and what it did for him. He experienced a fair bit of tragedy, lost his brother when he was very young and he, he mentioned what the club did for him then and now it's time for him to give back to the club. I guess that's what he brings back, that that North Melbourne shin bone of spirit, being a former player. Well, look, we had a wonderful culture during the 90s, you know, and I didn't have any, any great uh, assets, but we had, uh, I reckon, the greatest uh, uh, feature any organisation can have are the, the people who were there, and we had just quality people, and a lot of them weren't going to even get paid on a volunteer basis, but you look at our doctors and trainers and auxiliary staff and people around the place and the playing group, all gelled together and just had a wonderful uh, unity. And I think it's probably the biggest lesson you learn. If you're all together on the same page, you've got a sense of belonging by your own contribution. Um, it, it's, it's very hard to destroy. And we had that in the 90s and I think we lost it. And I think with Alistair there, I think we'll get it back. What do North Melbourne need to bring in from a playing point of view? Dennis, uh, as far as their list is concerned, what do North Melbourne need to do to maybe have a Collingwood-like rise up the ladder in the coming years? I think they've got to get a key defender with a full-back, centre-half back, uh, and a key forward to support uh, uh, Nick Larkey. Um, I just, I just think uh, um, they'll make the team so much better. I'm happy with their midfield, the growth of people like Davies, Uniac and Simpkin and uh, Horn Francis if we keep him. Um, will really work well with uh, Cunnington who's going to play on next year and you know if, uh, if uh, North Melbourne keeps Zerhar as well I reckon they've got a lot of bases covered and it's not as uh, forlorn as people think but we've got to, got to get a couple of uh, uh, pillars perhaps a, a tall defender and another tall forward and I think it's a good, we can go places then Dennis Pagan's with us, still North Melbourne Premiership coach here on Sports Breakfast this morning. Friday's big story was uh, Alistair Clarkson in North Melbourne, and that was the perfect backdrop for a, a wonderful final round of the home and away AFL season. Dennis, you would have dealt with players who were uh, disgruntled or dissatisfied and trying to convince them to stay and, and see a future with the club. You mentioned Jason Horn Francis. He's only 19, he is a teenager. Uh, is that one of the most pressing matters for, for Clarko straight away to, to turn maybe his attitude and behaviour around and convince him to stay? You know, I think Alistair, I don't think the behaviour or the attitude will um, be an issue. But to convince him to say, I'm not so uh, uh, sure that's going to be uh, easier said than done. And I hope Alistair can do that. I know he'll bring some players with him and hopefully make North Melbourne a destination club. Um, but gee, uh, uh, Jake, um, we haven't got a lot of ability. And even though Jason Orn Francis might be a little bit uh, headstrong or wayward, um, it's very important that we keep him in uh, keep him in the in the fold and, and, and train him the way um, you have to be to be an AFL footballer. 
Dennis, obviously your focus now is, is your racing, but you obviously watch the game and, and, and keep an eye on it. What, what do you think of the game of AFL football? Do you enjoy watching it at the moment? Well, when you see games like that, uh, you know, people keep saying to me, uh, um, the modern game, and I say to myself, when did the modern game start? Was it last week or last month or the last uh, six months or last year? Um, I reckon football hasn't changed that much per se. When you look at the way Carlton played uh, um, uh, during the third quarter and you look at Melbourne, the way they play, and Richmond, the way they play, and Collingwood, how they take the game on, and Geelong, they're the sides that are successful when they play a bit faster. I know perhaps Geelong slowed down a bit, but uh, um, it, it reminds me so much of what Tommy Havey did with the Richmond in the in the 70s, and I know we did it a lot with North Melbourne in the 90s, moved the ball quickly, got it into the corridor, and you know, had, had a, a key pillar at the centre-half forward who could compete and contest. Dennis, um, coaches can often be mistreated. It's a brutal game, football, when you're a senior coach, and I think the saying someone said once, you're either sacked or you're waiting to be sacked, but how Ben Rutten was treated by Essendon last week? was very, very disappointing. How do you reflect on, on the last week for Essendon and how Ben Rutten as a senior coach has been treated, having been one yourself? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a tough caper. I went through the same situation. Got tipped out of Carlton. Um, you know, it, it, it's all about W's and L's. It's not a matter whether you can coach or not. And if you're, uh, um, your uh, L's outweigh your W's over a period of time, you're going to find yourself under, uh, uh, under some sort of pressure. He seems a hell of a nice bloke. A real gentleman, uh, uh, Ben Rutten, and obviously pretty knowledgeable. Um, I think you maybe you've got to have a bit of uh, devil in you and be a, be a ruthless individual if you're going to be successful in the cut and thrust of AFL coaching because it's a dog-eat-dog war uh, world. And you're, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're not real strong and, uh, and a fierce competitor, warrior, you could easily get left behind. Um, it's a tough caper. And I, as you said, we all go with our eyes open. There is only two sorts of coaches, those sacked and those to be sacked. And if you think like that, and you know there's, it gets back to W's and L's, well, you realise uh, the situation you're in. Um, I feel for Ben, having said what I've said, he's still going to get a, uh, a payout for 12 months, which is going to help him, and I'm sure he'll get another job somewhere else, another job in football, and I'm sure he'll learn learn from it. Um, I don't think Essendon covered themselves in glory the way they've gone about it, by, uh, by the way, but Unfortunately, uh, they hold all the, the winning cards and uh, they determine what happens with their staff and coaches. Dennis, the spring carnival coming up, um, and you're talking about how difficult it is in the mornings, how bitter it is and cold and all that. Is there light at the end of the tunnel for the Pagan Stable? Have you got something there that might do something uh, great for you? I don't think about anything great. I've got my derby with it coming back in and I had him uh, going pretty well and he he ran a good trial a couple of weeks ago, and then he got a virus, a bacterial virus, and um, he's put, 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 him, put himself back two weeks, so yep. I just hope he comes good. I've got another probably seven or eight staying uh, three-year-olds, and they're just ready to come back into work, probably not so much in the spring, maybe one or two of them will, uh, but whether they're up to standards, it remains to be seen, and the majority of my horses will... Uh, um, be at their uh, uh, best to compete in the autumn. Dennis, I mean, coaching footballers, they've all got different personalities. Is it similar with horses, the way you've got to sort of uh, work them or how you work them? 
Geez, I'll say it is exactly the same. Everyone's got different personality. Everyone's got different temperaments. You know what you can do with some horses. Some horses eat up the work. Some are very fine, and you don't need to work them as much. But uh, I'm still very experienced with the horse training, but I'm learning, learning more about it every day. But, geez, each, each animal's different, and it's exactly the same as what, what you're doing with, the, with your footballers. Great patience uh, required in, in both disciplines, one would have thought. Dennis, great to speak to you on Sport FM in Perth this morning and uh, good luck to North Melbourne as they embark on a, a new era under a great coach in Alistair Clarkson. Thanks for your time. Good to chat with you, Jacob and Wayne. All the best, boys. See Dennis you. Pagan. Yes, Joining you. us this morning, a, a champion coach of the uh, the AFL, uh, still highly regarded for what he did at the Roos. They were the team, weren't they, in the 90s? It was a very even era. I think the premierships are really shared around. There wasn't really a dynasty, but North and West Coast, I think, were the two most consistent. Both won two flags, but North were the team everyone wanted to watch. They had Carey, they had McKernan, they had Archer, they had some of the great players, Stevens and Simpson.